Welcome to Foes and Fables, an actual play TTRPG podcast wherein our current campaign follows the story of four cosmic crusaders in a star system of corruption. I am your humble game master, Tanner Azanero, joined by your incredible players. Angela Stenzel playing Mavia Brigante. David Sturgis playing Balthazar. Hi, everyone. I'm Nathan Augustine, and I play Charles Cloudcap. Ding! Where's my dad? I'm all <laughs> alone. <laughs> I'm Zach Senzel playing Nemo. <laughs> Will uh, we ever find him? <laughs> that's maybe by maybe someday. Um, Honestly, we won't. You don't, you <laughs> I don't, don't have, have a dad. A dad. <laughs> I, I have two moms. <laughs> oh, good for you. Oh, fantastic. Well, let's sad, do a I'm happy. big ass fucking recap. Uh, of last fucking recap. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Join uh, the Patreon. I don't, I don't think Nemo could handle that. Yeah. Not right now. I'm gonna say, oh, we don't who's Everyone, be safe when you do butt stuff. It's important. <laughs> it's important. Do the recap. Tanner, recap me. Last session, we began our story on the planet of Turashik in the dungeons of the royal city where Princess Mavia Brigante was being held only hours after her older sister had been assassinated before her very eyes. The overseer of this assassination was Mavia's younger sister, who intended for Mavia to die as well, and was carried out by Reliance Loss Prevention soldiers. After making an escape with the help of the jailer Trotter and a farmer named Imsho, Mavia went to Pluck 2 to make contact with a pilot who would then transport her to the moon of Ruton of the planet Galu. This pilot, named Pneumonia Nimrod, was brought into this plot by his supervisor Yik Enum. The two worked together at a Starship Parts delivery warehouse under Starseeker Logistics. Yik paid Nemo 10,000 credits under the table to pick up Mavia and bring her to Ruton. Nemo was hesitant to pilot a starship as a traumatic event in his past involving blaster fire, bloodshed, and a symbol of a three-fingered hand with a broken middle finger caused him to step away from the piloting life. Weary of what this secret plan was, Nemo agreed and headed off to Pluck 2 to pick up Mavia. Meanwhile, on the moon of Ruton, we met Charles Cloudcap, a strange black and white rubber hose cartoon mushroom person known as a pie-eyed, was living and working after having traveled from his birthplace on the planet of Arba. Charles, or Chuck as some people refer to him, is the only pie-eyed in the star system as far as he knows, and possesses unexplainable powers that have made him a popular hire for various work on the mood of Ruton. After talking with his friend Good Dog, Charles accepted the job to provide protection for a woman named Baz Ongo, who was going to be receiving Princess Mavia Brigante upon her arrival to Ruton. While our other three characters' stories converged upon one another, we also met Balthazar, a Gastrofell lava slug from the planet of Igneous Mons. Balthazar, for some reason, was surviving on the dying, freezing planet of Galu. While searching for food and supplies, Balthazar came across a wrecked starship that seemed to belong to a group called the Void Seeker Society, who researched the nearby black hole that exists in a nearby star system. 
he found a data card and a strange coin upon a frozen crew member. The data card was heavily encrypted through methods that Balthazar was unfamiliar with, and the coin he found was emblazoned with an image of an alien skull with braid-like bones sprouting from the top of its head. Balthazar also reminisced upon his interactions with the company Reliance and how he had helped people escape from the predatory Reliance debt relief law. After finding food, Balthazar began to make his way back to camp, but on the way he saw a starship crash in the distance. Knowing this possibly meant a way off the planet for him, Balthazar began heading toward the crash site. We learned that 115 cycles before our story began, Cretian monks were at war with Krulian warlocks, a conflict that involved the entire Shimmer system. The leader of a Krulian warlock sect called the Krul, a man named Aatrox, was defeated in this war, but not before he could use his magic to conjure an ever-forming rock layer around the star's Shimmer and try to snuff out all life in the system. This rock would be known as the Crust, and the formation of the Crust would cost the lives of trillions of people in the system. A company called Reliance patented the technology needed to mine the Crust and save the system from extinction. But now, Reliance seems to have a monopoly on many different avenues of the Shimmer system's economy. Because the efficacy of a planet's mining zone on the crust is based on a planet's tax bracket, poorer planets have a much harder time maintaining sustainable temperatures on their surface, leading to situations like the freezing of the planet Galoo. Back to Galoo's moon Rutan, Mavia, Charles, and Nemo all met together with Boz Ongo, but they were quickly surrounded by members of a gang called the Crypt. The leader of this small group, a man named Kaj, was apparently owed credits by Boz Ongo and decided to punish Boz by sending our three heroes to be marooned on the dying planet Galoo, tasking them with recovering his stolen starship that had just crash-landed on the planet. Three of our party members were escorted to Galoo and now stand upon a freezing world with their only hope being to reach this starship before it's too late. And that is where we are now. The icy tundra surrounds you all, even those of you who have done your fair share of traveling are overwhelmed by the unfamiliar alien terrain. Galoo has always seemed like kind of an unreal planet to you, um, as you've heard about it over, you know, the past couple of cycles. A place abandoned by life forms and somewhere that no one would ever set foot on due to the impending danger. Yet here you are. What are your internal or external reactions as the crypt ship rises back up into orbit above you? Burr. Well, we better find that ship. I don't want to die. Sounds good to you guys. Also, hi, I'm Charles. Ding! His smile radiates a little sparkle. Hi, Charles. I'm Nemo. I I extend I extend my hand like, and it's like kind of weirdly large. It got like bigger as it got closer <laughs> to you. I extend the hand back. It's great to meet you all. Firmest handshake of your life. Yes. Um, Shocked at the size of your hand and your small mushroom body. I've never seen a creature like you before. You've seen nothing yet. Clearly. Um. Mavia does not introduce herself and her name quite yet, um, but she's also not completely surprised by the 
capacity of glue because she studied it heavily so she had an understanding and an expectation of what this planet mm -hmm. um, was going to look like and is grateful for the shields those thugs gave us yeah everybody give me an insight check please except for obviously our missing friend oh nat one great guys i crit 18 crit uh 15 okay um <laughs> This Kaj guy seems like a real fucking ass. What's happening to you right now is less of him actually expecting you to get the starship back to him and more him kind of giving a big middle finger to Boz and saying, oh, you were supposed to keep this person safe. Well, now all these people are going to die in a really excruciating way. And maybe if they're lucky, I'll get this thing that I want back. Um, he's basically rubbing salt in the wound and um, fucking over Boz and by extension you um, so your chances of survival are not great on on average honestly um, uh, so uh, uh, Mavia are you not saying a name at all for the other two they didn't ask okay so um, I just say hello um, okay um Give me, um, the two of you, uh, Charles and Nemo, give me, um, lore checks with disadvantage. I'm going to say it's a DC 15. With disadvantage, that's an eight. Five. Okay. Um, neither of you recognize Mavia or anything. Um, the three of you are together. Uh, is there any discussion of a plan? I'm going to say, um, in whatever data pads or anything, you guys have all your equipment. Um, ooh, we are going to do one thing. Uh, slightly retroactively um, but because I didn't do it in the moment I'm going to give you guys a little bonus to this um, I need anybody who has credits on them mm -hmm. to roll me a stealth check I'm going to say to keep what you have on you is a DC 15 um, it would have been much higher had we done this before but because I didn't do it in the moment um, I'm going to lower the DC a bit for you a stealth check DC 15 18 22 11 okay um, 13. I forgot to add the two. You both keep your credits. Um, Can Mavia. I cast something to help her? Uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm going to cast Temporary Boost, uh, and you can roll a d4 and add it to your ability check. Uh, so, so, I just four. so if you roll a four right now, you get to keep those five. Just she got a 13. I, got a thir I forgot to add the two. I rolled an 11 oh, okay. plus myself. So. I got a free. Fantastic. Everybody still has their coffers on them. Money, 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 money. <laughs> I was about to say the exact same thing. Uh, we are a podcast. Um, okay. Everybody still has their credits on them. That's very, very lucky of you guys. Um, is there any kind of plan being drummed up uh, on your data pads? I'm going to say like a, a collision point um, <clears throat> was dropped off. Um, you were dropped off like a couple hours away from um, the space. Um, kind of to be fucking rude, to be honest, by from these guys basically dropping you somewhere not helpful. Um, um, is there any kind of plan of action that you guys are coming up with? Or are you guys just like, I guess we start walking or we die? I think we can walk and talk. Yeah, we should keep moving or our blood will freeze. Do not! With the shields. Yes, north. Start moving north. Balthazar, from afar, you watched another ship land nearby. 
Um, you started rushing towards it at first, kind of in the hopes of garnering a ride or something. Um, but the ship took off before you got near. But now, having exited from the ship, are three people. You are aware of them, but at this point, they do not seem to see you watching from a distance. How do you proceed? They start moving north, and where am I? Am I like, like as they go north, am I like to the south? I'm going to say you're aware in the direction. Yeah, I'll say you're a little south of them. They kind of like got ahead of you. They're heading in the same direction you are towards that crashed ship site. I kind of want to circle around and meet them head on. Okay. If I'm able to do that. Got it. So like get in front of them. Yeah. Okay. Cause I don't um, want to be the guy who snuck up behind them. Cool. Um, <laughs> then at that point, then I am going to need you to give me stealth with advantage. And, uh, uh, we're just going to do everybody's passives. It's only a 13. Uh, is anybody's, uh, does that beat everyone's passive? I have 13. Okay. I'm 10. Um, okay. So then in that case, I'm going to say it's a DC being met. So uh, uh, Balthazar does pass. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. You get ahead of them and meet them head on. Are you revealing yourself to them? Or are you waiting it out a bit? As uh, I start to get within range, I come up out of snail form and I stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, guys, look at that really cool rock. Oh my god. And I just no, I do it so that they don't see me get out of the snail form. Because <laughs> I'm aware okay. that I look like a rock. And I'm just waving as I walk up and I go. You visit? There's life on this planet? We're not visiting. There's not much. And ah. Who'd you piss off? Everybody. Sounds familiar. Is there a bathroom around here? I gesture to everything around us. <laughs> I do not want to expose my bare ass to these conditions, so I wait. It would just I freeze wouldn't. right away, so you'd be fine. I wouldn't reveal your ass if I were you. Oh, hold it. Um, Nemo, you are uh, very aware of this gastrophel species mm -hmm. in front of you. Um, the gastrophel are native to Igneous Mons, mm -hmm. the planet um, where you live on the moon yep. of Chemic, um, and they work very directly with the production of starships right. um, on the lava planet of Igneous Mons. Um, you've known like a decent amount of, oh. of gastrophel and, and people like that. You're a long way from home. Quite against my own will. Similar to you all, I presume. I would imagine so. What are you doing here? I, uh... I saw your ship land, and... I don't want to be here anymore, so... Well, great. Neither do we. Let's go get that one. And I point north. Can I make an insight check? On... On Balthazar? I want to see if he's lying. Uh, shh. Sure, about yeah. like his intentions for wanting to join us. Got it. I'm going to say then. Uh, so I have the ear for deceit. Sturge, roll if you need to, um, and then you will decide if she beats the DC or not. So you can. So uh, you, Mavia, you can roll inside. Okay, fourteen. Uh, the DC was one. I really just want to leave this planet. <laughs> okay, let's leave. <laughs> Low on trust over here. The name's Balthazar. Charles. And I hold out my really large hand. You are a fascinating fellow. So are you. Great to meet you. How tall are you? <laughs> I'm pretty small, actually. I'm like... Because I'm like seven feet I'm tall. I'm like four feet tall. So I'm a little guy. 
Uh, so yeah, yeah, you tower <laughs> over me. This is the guy. funniest handshake ever. <laughs> but it's also the strongest handshake you've ever had. And the slimiest. Well, for me, it's the slimiest. Yeah. For him, it's the strongest. <laughs> the name's Nemo, and I put a regularly firm handshake uh, in yours. <laughs> I shake your hand as well. Great to meet you, Balthazar. We're heading north. Okay, then. We are heading north. As you make your way toward the crash site, eventually you come across ruins of more than spaceships. Balthazar, at this point in your travel, you have not ventured this far from your camp to have arrived at these particular ruins. Um, Everybody give me a perception check as you walk up. 15. 14. 11. Also 11. You notice you kind of stop everybody before you kind of start making your way through these ship ruins that you need to make your way through. Um, You notice that there are uh, creatures um, kind of sleeping inside of of this uh, space. Give me a nature check, please. It's under intelligence. Yeah. Um, 18. Okay. Um, You recognize these creatures as marsh. Um, They are wild, three-eyed, six-legged bulldogs with blue fur and, like, spiny backs and antenna. Uh, uh, They can kind of withstand these, like, super harsh temperatures. Um, And there's a pack of them. There's about, like, ten of them or so kind of sleeping in these ruins. Um, I'm going to say beyond identifying what they are, there's not much more that you know about these marsh, but you kind of stop the party um, before they can start making their way through um, the ruins. You gave me background on these things. Yeah, you know about these things. Yeah, which leads me to an in-game question for you. Uh, You mentioned that they can be convinced to help pull sleds. Does that mean they speak common? They do not speak um, common um, or basic galactic, I think is what it's called Mm -hmm. in this game. Um, They don't speak common. They are they are animals. They are dogs. I Um, wasn't sure with that language what that meant. No, but they (laughs) can be like temporarily domesticated. Mm -hmm. Being like mush dogs is like kind of like a natural thing for them, but like no one keeps them as pets. Cool. Yet. You do have to move through these um, kind of ship ruins. Is the ship visible from this point still, or is it it's still not, very far it's away? It's not a ship. I'm going to say you're probably about like maybe 100 yards or so. Not Actually, probably not even that, like maybe 50 or so from the shipwreck. It's just cause, so you need to be able to see through um, the storm and everything. I'm going to say you're on the other side of the ruins. And when I say ruins, I mean like like three different ships crashed in the same area and there's just bits sure. and pieces um the bermuda triangle all all through over uh, all throughout this like little small area how do we get around these sleeping fellas could i use a this is a bonus action like mm-hmm. if we were in in combat but mm-hmm. i have critical analysis yeah, you can use that. Can I use that? Yeah. Okay, I I would love to use that. So I can analyze a creature, develop a plan on how to best overcome any potential obstacle, and execute that plan with ruthless efficiency is the language. Wow. Cool. Oh. I'm just going to say with that, then, you do kind of come up with a plan of action for these things. Okay. You can domesticate these and thus, like, also get them to be, like, marsh, like, mush dogs for you. Um like let's say you find like a busted piece of spaceship to sit on um if you can basically rig yourself like you know a 
system to get these dogs to pull you. If you can get them to be friendly towards you, they'll do it. And you will cut your time to that spaceship like down by a lot. The way that you would go about doing it would be um, uh, displaying dominance, not necessarily through aggression, but in whatever way you feel would work best over um, these dogs. So Balthazar, how do you feel about your shell being a sled? Or is that a rude question? <laughs> um, it doesn't. Balthazar it would detach. It, yeah, Balthazar, <laughs> Balthazar would essentially well, be scraped think, along the ground. I didn't think that it detached. I'd, I would die. Yep. Okay. Just could I make some? Could I make some sort of like technology check to kind of rig something up? Ooh, I was gonna yeah. say, can I just use my mechanics kit and mending and mm. build us a sled? Yeah, you totally could. Oh, all that, that stuff could be all kit. that stuff could happen, but to reach the materials needed for it, you, mm. would have to mm. enter yeah. into mm. the you know sh- ship wreckage. So if we have to be dominant and such, I have a little trick up my sleeve, and I roll up like my arm. Uh, I can be really big for like, like a moment like him big oh like, like even bigger like i would love not to toot my own horn but but i can get pretty big do it do it do it all right and uh <laughs> charles kind of just like swings his arms around like bends his knees a little bit and he's just <sighs> And like starts like inhaling just air and he starts to grow and grow and grow and he oh. size shifts to a size large. Dang. You see an enormous version of Charles in front of you. Um, as Charles does this, um, I'm going to need the other three of you to give me lore checks, please. Okay. Uh, that is an eight. A twelve. A 19. Okay. Balthazar. This ability is like crazy (laughs) that (laughs) Charles can do. Um, The only thing comparable to like weird power like this that Charles is able to accomplish that you could think of is not what Mavia or Nemo would have thought of because that would be insane. But you think of it as like the most outlandish possibility of Charles's ability to do this is you think about the long lost Creedian magic. The Creed were destroyed in the freezing of Durs Khan upon the formation of the crust on 115 cycles ago. That's just something you take note of as being the only comparable power to what this crazy shit that Charles just did in front of all of you. I like lift up my belly and like let it like heave down like a cartoon. <laughs> and I'm like, now listen up, doggies, wakey, wakey. Oh, and I, so you want and I want to cast temporary boost on him. Got it. Uh, so you get an additional D4. <laughs> You're going to do what we say here. You hear? Wake up. Come on. And I start just clapping and I'm huge. So I've heard, uh, I've heard of putting on bulk, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, you march into um, the marsh's little like not camp but just like where they're resting and everything out in the snow um and they kind of like immediately like form like a circle or like a half circle around you guys um they aren't growling or anything um balthazar i am going to say you have come across like antagonistic marsh before um 
ones that you have not been able to successfully uh, get over to your side. Um, cool. <laughs> with okay, with going big and with the um, was it critical analysis? Critical analysis. Yeah, critical analysis from Mavia. Um, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say domesticating these animals for a short time to help you is going to be a um, DC 10 uh, animal handling that Charles will do with advantage. Cool. And you've got a D4 from me. Oh, cool. Right. That's a dirty 20. Wow. Nice. Um, what do you want the dogs to do? I need you to form a neat and orderly single line. Immediately, <laughs> like lines themselves up in a line. Um, the one front is doing like a little dance with their six legs. The tippy tappies, like, like yeah, t- yeah, doing tippy tappies like in a circle, and then immediately like like stops tippy tapping and like goes like full focus, like immediately just focuses up uh, <laughs> after doing like a little tippy tappy uh, circle in the center. Now everybody, tilt your heads up and get ready for leashing. <laughs> All right, guys, leash them up. I don't know. Yeah. Find something. <laughs> got it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. With the big bendings yeah. and everything, I built yep. a sled. Yep. Yeah. Got it. You guys with take some time and everything. Um, to build a fucking sled out of ship wreckage. Uh, attach these marsh to it, and you guys have a dog sled. Now. The marsh mush. <laughs> um, these little six-legged bulldogs start. Um, marching across the ice uh, and pulling you guys. Who needs horsepower when you have marsh power? Uh, you guys have marsh power. Um, rad. Uh, you guys sled your way on out of here. Is anyone saying anything as you get on the sled and, and start moving away? I guess I'm still big, so I'm going to be running beside them. Just like... <laughs> Okay, you're falling behind a little bit for sure. Oh, They're really fast. But I'm um, huge. You're keeping up. You're just probably like maybe 30 or so feet behind them. This is the weirdest day of my life. Um, Fair enough. And you still haven't pooped. <laughs> Please don't remind me. Oh my God. It's, it's good to be around people again. <laughs> That's good, I guess. Um, uh-huh. Great job, Chuck. You're doing great! <laughs> really far away. <laughs> uh, you start chasing after you guys start moving across the ice with these ten weird fucked up bulldogs. Um, uh, they start taking you towards the shipwreckage. Uh, you are making good time as you are making your way across the ice and uh, having a good time. As, yeah, you. Yeah, for like, there's like a little bit of like confidence and everything as you guys are moving, and then the ground starts to shake. <laughs> the ground starts to shake. Um, Can these dogs fly? <laughs> like, literally, it feels like an earthquake is happening all around you guys. Bursting up from the ground next to you um, is this uh, large, like, like gargantuan ball, Oh, it looks like. It bursts up out of the ground and a bunch of like little like caterpillar legs like start like 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 pulling it across the ice and everything. Um, And you see this giant maw open up on this like orb creature thing uh, that is chasing you. Um, Balthazar, you would recognize this creature as a scatter pillar. Yes, you would. Uh, I need everybody to roll initiative. Oh, hey. Sounds like an Alaskan bullworm with legs. <laughs> That's a four. 
I was all like four. And I was all like fourteen. Eight. Oh, sorry. Eight. Charles. Twenty one. Twenty one. What's nine plus two? Twenty one. You stupid. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. Feel the rhythm. Feel the ride. Get on up. It's bobsled time. Go running. <laughs> I know that's not the same, but that's what it made me think of. Um, anyway. Okay. So good. All right. For this encounter, our first encounter of the campaign, there are a few ways to go about this. Um, you can either try to outrun this thing or fight it head on. Uh, your marsh, as well as the Scatterpillar Podlings movement, are going to happen at the bottom of initiative. The icy terrain you are traveling across can be treacherous, with uh, large chunks of ice, spaceship debris, uneven ground, and many other things hindering your marsh's movement. The marsh can move 100 feet at the end of initiative, but they will also have to make a DC 10 dexterity check to move that full 100 feet. If the marsh fail that check, I'm going to roll a D4 and multiply the result by 10, which will determine how much movement is subtracted from the marsh's total of 100 feet. The marsh start out with a plus two to their dex rolls. During your turns, you can help the marsh by directing them through the difficult terrain. If you give up a bonus action, you can add a plus one to the dex roll. If you give up an action, you can add a plus two. Giving up both is a plus three to their roll. The marsh only need to beat a DC 10 to go their full 100 feet at the end of the round. However, if they beat a DC 17, I will roll a D4, multiply that by 10 and add it to their movement. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Um, the Scatterpillar Podling will be making a strength check at the bottom of initiative to follow you and brute force its way through the difficult terrain. It has the same DC 10 check to go its full movement of 100 feet. If the Podling Ooh. hits a 17, it will get the bonus D4 times 10 to its movement. For every five points of damage you deal to the Podling in a single attack, you subtract one from the Podling strength check. You may also have other abilities that can slow the Podling down, and we can address those as they come up you are starting 20 feet ahead of the podling if the round ends with the podling 10 or less feet behind you it is more dangerous to you and your party if your goal is to run you want to end the round 80 feet ahead of the podling if your goal is to fight you still have to worry about your marsh staying at least 20 feet ahead of the podling to make the fight easier a lot of information. We clear on kind of the goals and different ways to go about this. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Whether you want to fight or run, the object of this encounter is to balance your action economy between helping your marsh's dex check and harming slash hindering the podling and its strength check. Sound good? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. All right. Um, cool. We are now in initiative at the top of which is Charles. I'm huge. Um... Let's see. I I'm kind of like behind the pack, I guess, but I'm still up with Oh everyone. yeah, you're I, not even on. I'm going to say unless you get on the sled, you cannot do any actions to help the marsh. Okay. Yeah. And so the But I can attack the guy. So you were 30 feet behind. Yes, you're technically 10 feet behind the guy. Oh, I'm going to say <laughs> while you're big, you are able to like keep the same like essentially speed and everything yeah. just to make things easy. But yeah, you're technically 10 feet behind this gargantuan podling. 
That's amazing. <laughs> um, cool. I'm gonna stay at this 10 foot distance and I kind of take out this little rod and I click it and it's a silly it's a it's a double shoto but I kind of want to flavor it as like a big like mallet (laughs) (laughs) and it's it's also it's black and white like me no color still um and I just like kind of spin my arm around super fast and I huck it at um the scatter pillar and i am casting an improved saber throw <laughs> um yeah. so i just rolled a hit um and since i am large this is part of my homebrew size shifting ability my attack modifier gets a bonus of plus four. Oh, rad fuck yeah yeah um and then also when i am this size my ac goes down by one and my hide modifier goes down by four yep because um, i'm huge i'm well i'm large but yeah, um, roll a hit now. That's super cool. That is a 17. Um, sorry, I didn't have it open. Yeah, that hits. That's so good for my team and me. Um, great. It's going to take uh, six energy damage. Cool. Um, and then I need it to make a constitution saving throw. 13. That fails. Oh. Wow. Ooh. It just fails. Um, on a failed save, the target gains one slowed level until nice. the end of its next turn. Hell oh, yeah. Um, and the weapon immediately returns to my hand. So nice. it just dunk, like smacks him right in the head and flies right back to me and I catch it. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> Got it. You fucking hurl this mallet. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. It, the words bonk like Boom. appear yeah. above it. Um, <laughs> As this thing kind of slows down, it's like little caterpillar legs. Um, crazy. How much is this movement um, uh, minimized by? It gains a, a one level of slowed. Oh, slowed. Okay, got it. So um, it's a condition, I yes, believe. Yes, let me look that up really quick. Slowed level one is speed reduced by 15 feet. Cool, got it. Ooh. Oh, damn. Huge. Huge. Got it. I guess the next attack made against this target that hits it before the end of their next turn de- deals an additional D10 of force damage. Cool. That's crazy. So, right. yeah, crazy little casting there. Mavia, that's you. Okay, I'm gonna... I'm gonna use my maneuver precise movements on the marsh. Um, okay. So... For precise movements, when you see a friendly creature, um, I can expend a superiority die to give them verbal guidance and encouragement. Um, so I'm going to roll that die. So that's going to be a D4. I got a four. Nice. Bad. Okay, so the creature speed increases by five times the number rolled. So the Marsha's speed increases now by 20 feet. <laughs> Okay, got it. Additionally, additionally, they can move through the space of hostile creatures as if um, it's not difficult terrain for them anymore. It's just normal terrain. Okay, let me read my rules to see how that affects things because it honestly might make running just so much easier for you guys. Let me also say in terms of that, I have a feature through my class that difficult terrain doesn't slow my group. Um, read me the language of that. 
Uh, as a scout, first level, I'm skilled at navigating the untamed wilds. I ignore difficult terrain, so difficult terrain doesn't slow my group, provided they can see and hear me. Okay. In that regard, it's less difficult terrain and more like being... It, it is the combination of difficult terrain plus being pursued. However, that specifically mentioning creatures is going to... Um, I'm just going to give them advantage on the dex check at the end of the round. Cool. Yeah. That rocks. Yeah. And their speed. So now. It's a max of 120. Yeah. So if they lose anything, it'll instead of it being deducted from 100, it'll cool. be deducted from 120. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So they're, they are speeding up. Um, and then I will, as a bonus action, um, I will utilize my critical analysis to analyze um what did you say? The scatter pillar is yeah, what it's called. Yeah, scatter pillar podling. Um, yeah. Scatter pillar podling. Um, so I'm going to analyze the hostile creature. Um, so just analyzing it to see like what the best route would be. Um, this will essentially on my next turn, if we are still like running or fighting next round, um, my attack and damage rolls. Um, if I make those, um, it just it uses a different modifier. Um, Got it. So it just, it, it's going to help me out if I decide to attack it okay, with this great. critical analysis Got to it. see um, what the best route would be to attack it. Sounds good. Anything else to do with your turn? I think that's it for me. Cool. Um, next up is the podling. Okay. Well, the podling is, while keeping up with you guys, I think it's going to attack Chuck. What's up? First thing. All right. With its first attack... It's a natural one, so that's good. Woo! It's very good. And second attack. That's a crit. Ooh. That's uncool of that scatter pillar. You take 24 kinetic damage. I'm down. Uh, this scatter oh. pillar knocks right into you, and you guys see Charles like cartoonishly spin uh, <laughs> in the snow. And unfortunately, because he is not on the thing, he it starts getting left behind behind you guys. Um, uh, um, I'm gonna reaction shadow puppetry for Chuck. Okay. Okay. So. Um, He's, is he within 30 feet of us? Yeah, he's 30 yes, feet away. Yeah, yep. Okay. Um, I'm going to expend a superiority die. It will give you a final act of aggression. So you can immediately move a number of feet equal to five, five times the die if, to try to hit the, the thing again since you're already going to be um, down. Um, or if you want to run in the opposite direction and do a ranged attack with your attack roll. Okay, so that, basically he gets to move his speed, right? Or, or move... So you get to move immediately 20 feet. I just rolled another four. Um, you get up, you get to move another 20 feet, and you can make a single weapon attack against the target of your choice. So you can try to hit it again. So essentially, am I going to be able to duck out of this attack? So is, is that what? No. So okay. basically, so you're taking the attack. Yes. But in taking that attack, you are going to get to kind of move tw uh, 20 feet, I assume, towards the yeah. uh, sled. Um, it sounds like you're going to get one more melee. I'll say you get one a more melee attack. It's a attack. single weapon attack. Yeah, single mm -hmm. weapon attack as you pass by. So go ahead and roll an another attack. Cool. That's crazy. I know. That's only an eight. To, uh, hit. to hit yeah that does not do it um okay you get knocked out of the way um 
with Mavia's help, you start like moving your way forward, trying to position yourself as best you can when you know this thing is about to knock you the fuck down. Yeah. Here's go ahead. I'm so sorry. Um you add sorry, the language on this is weird. Um you add the die to the attack roll. So you get to add my four from the superiority die to the then attack a, roll. It's a, a 12. 12. That then, hits. Oh, wow. Fuck Huge. yeah. Let's go. That's so cool and stuff. Um, okay. That's another six damage. Rad. Energy damage. Um, and I got how much movement? 20 feet. So I'm like not quite there yet. So you're 10 feet away from the sled. That's um, amazing. I would like to add one thing then. Um, okay. As a feature of my force empowered self. Um, from my sentinel class uh, when i move i can roll a kinetic combat die to increase my speed by five times the amount rolled uh to the end of my turn this game rocks um, <laughs> this game fucking rocks and my kinetic combat dies a d4 and i rolled a four so i get an extra 20 feet Let's of movement go. you get your ass knocked the fuck out as you're like <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep up with I'd it like to say i like deflate like a balloon yes yes <laughs> yes and like zip around everywhere and I like land right on the sled. You land on the sled with everybody. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Man, this game rocks. Fuck yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Got it. That is the... Let me make sure nothing else. Okay, that is the Scatter Pillar's turn. Next up is Balthazar. Well, my plan just shifted, so you're down. So <laughs> yes, I'm like a deflated, down. flat little mushroom. You're no longer on the large. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm back to normal size. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess Balthazar is gonna hope this works on you, <laughs> but what he does is he kind of sticks a uh, syringe into his body and pulls out a little bit of his basically lava essence and goes, "As one of us." So is all of us. And he sticks you with this and puts the uh, part of this himself into you and uses Colto Pack. Oh. You're going to get a D4 plus my intelligence. Modifier. You're going to get eight hit points back. Tight. So that's max. We're rolling a lot of maxes. Uh, and I like then inflate again. <gasps> and my cigar like lights up again and it's, <laughs> it's the lava smoking. from me. Just light your cigar. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, yeah. That's so awesome. <laughs> Right. Uh, Thanks, pal. Then, always, friend. And then uh, out of my shell, you just see drop down a little, like, canister, essentially. And I just flick the canister and a bow forms out of it. Sick. <laughs> Rad. Okay. Uh, my data pad pulls up a piece of ice from the ground. I load it into the energy bow, and I'm going to shoot a rhyme shot at the scatter pillar. Cool. This is just going to be a normal weapon attack. 17 to hit. That hits. Six energy damage. Got it. And with it being a rhyme shot, since I hit, the target suffers the normal weapon attacks and it gains one slowed level until the end of its turn. Cool. So now it's a level two slowed. So What's 20, 25 feet. 25 red. Yeah. Red. Let's go. That's my turn. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah, man. This game <laughs> fucking rocks. Uh, Nemo, that's you. Fucking amazing so i know you said we could give up our action or bonus action to yes, give it yeah. additional what if um through my fighting style um i have the assisting style and can use a help action as a bonus action could i help these creatures rather than give it a, a bonus let it roll with advantage um i don't think okay. they're already rolling with advantage also oh, i don't okay, think a help action would, would benefit them yep. in that regard yeah cool well then i'm gonna give a help action to charles as a bonus action wow 
Thanks, buddy. Yeah. I feel great. What was in that? <laughs> Technology. Oh. Oh, God. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a tech power. Got it. Um, incredible. Uh, and then... I am going to do an uh, at-will tech power of a warding shot. Um, so I'm going to make a ranged weapon attack against this thing. That is an 18 to hit. Hits, yeah. So the attack's normal effect. So that is a D8 plus. Didn't you say it had like a bon- like a bonus? Oh, do something? I get a D10? Because of oh, what you did? It would have been. It would have been on David's. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, Not, to damage? Yeah. To damage, it would have yeah. been an extra D10, yeah. Go ahead and roll a D10, Balthazar. Um, of force damage. That is two more force damage. Cool. Nice. Nice. Um, sweet. So I'm going to take this warding shot. I hit. That's a D8 plus three. So that is nine energy from my blaster rifle. So I just kind of swing it around and just like aim it up and shoot down uh, downrange at this thing. Um, and then as it hits a dim barrier starts to cover this thing. Um, and the first time it would deal damage before the start of my next turn, it will do a D six less of damage. Crazy. Um, and that's it. Um, I thought there was something. That's it. So yeah, I just kind of, I shoot this thing. It's kind of covered in like a different colored fog. I know we're kind of around this like wisping wind. So it's kind of this like red dim barrier around it. Um, and if it tries to do damage, it'll do a D six less. Got it. Okay. Rad. Um, you fuck this thing up. Um, crazy. Uh, got it. And next is the end of initiative. Mm -hmm. Um, so. I don't know if anybody um, helped out the marsh at all, save mm -hmm. for uh, Mavia giving advantage. Yes. So it's still just a plus two with a DC 10 um, to go their full, at this point, 120 movement. Amazing. Um, yeah. And again, if they roll 17 or higher, they'll get a bonus to it. Mm -hmm. um, the podling, um, I'm going to roll them first. You... Um, took their strength modifier on this check to pass the, their DZ-10 from a plus five to a flat roll. Amazing. Nice. That's still a natural 15 um, to move their full 100. Or no, sorry. Only 75. Uh, 75, 75 it has two levels movement. of slow. Got it. 75 movement. Um, and you started 20 feet ahead of them. So um, the marsh are going to roll with advantage. Somebody please roll uh, 2d20. You add two to it and you're trying to beat a 10. All right. I least. got it. Let's go, Nemo. Find it. That is only an eight. Got it. Ooh. Nemo did not find it. It's only a one. Okay, so they're so still going 110. Feet, 110 feet. Um, so you started 20 feet ahead, and then you're ending. Um, you guys moved 110, and it moved 75. Yep. <laughs> math. Nice nice yep, job here. Yep, yes, I'm not good at hey, math. Hey, I heard on this podcast that you guys do our math for us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so if you yep. could do that, no. that would be cool. It is still keeping up with you guys. It is 55 feet behind you. Um, cool. The this scatter pillar, um, but that is great. Um, I'm going to say basically you are threatened by it until it is again you end the round mm -hmm. 80 feet 80, ahead of okay. it. Um, so it can still reach you with attacks and stuff. You guys yeah. can still reach it with attacks and stuff. Um, crazy. I'm going to roll something else back here. I don't like when you do that. <laughs> um, ground <laughs> shaking again. <laughs> Damn it. 
another podling uh, starts running no. next to this other one at 55 feet back. But there are two of these podlings now. Um, oh, no. Thanks, I hate it. Running together. Top of initiative is Charles. That's me. Um... So I'm on the sled, and they're 55 feet away? Yep. Oh, boy. All right. Well... Oh, no. I can actually still... Smack them from here. Wow. Yeah. Um, if they can reach you, you can reach them. So we're just going to yeah. ignore, like, how far, you know, they actually are. Um, and just say, while they are... You are threatened by them, they are threatened by you. Just to make things... Okay. Well, I mean, my, my range is just within that... Um, it's Got more it. than that. If you would rather use melee is what I'm saying. Uh, do that. Yep. Okay, I get what you're saying. Okay, well, I'm going to stay far away because I'm not looking super hot. Um, So I'm going to just kind of do the same thing and whirl my hand around and throw my saber hammer at them. Got it. Okay. I'm normal sized again. Okay. That is a 14. Are you going for the lower, uh, the, the weakened one or the new one? On the one we've already hit, I think I'll do that. Six more energy damage. Okay. Um, con save from Scatter, Scatterboy. Got it. 19. That passes. Um, they won't be slowed, but they will still take that D10. It'll just be half as much. Okay. Um, and that's my turn. Got it. Okay. Next up is Mavia. I will happily give up my bonus action. Got it. Because I already utilized my critical analysis. Got it. They'll have a um, plus three then. Okay. And then I will, um, I'm going to use my blaster carbine cool. um, to try to hit the new, the new one. New one. Got the it. Go ahead and roll the hit. Um, rock on. 15. That hits. Cool. That will be seven kinetic damage. Got it. To our new friend. Got it. Uh, 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 burns a little bit of this new uh, podling. When they close their mouths, it's like you're being chased by two like orbs with legs on them, and then they open up, and it's like a fucking Alaskan bullworm. Like uh, it's like Kirby. Yeah, it's like Kirby. <laughs> oh god, they're being like chased Kirby. by two Kirby. They're like Kirby. Um, uh, I will also say, Balthazar, you are aware of this, but you also, uh, the those of you who are new to this creature, uh, you get the sense this is one thing chasing after mm-hmm. you. This is one creature oh. chasing after you. Um, mm. uh, got it. Uh, anything else with your turn, Mavia? Nope, that's it. Just giving it my bonus action for that, that okay. plus three. All right, the podlings are both next back to back. Okay, the weakened one is going to take a bite attack on Mavia. That is a 16 to hit. Uh, yeah, that hits for sure. Got it. Uh, it has a minus a D6. I will roll that. Got it. Go ahead. That's only minus one damage. 15 still hit. Or, oh, on damage? A damage, Got yeah. It. Okay. Um, so instead of six kinetic damage, you'll take five. Cool. Got it. Fine. Um, second attack is going to go up against Balthazar. That is 25 to hit you. Yeah. 11 kinetic damage. Next up is the other podling. Going to go up against Nemo. That's another 25 to hit you. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's a little bit. Six kinetic damage to you. Okay. And then the big one we're going to do against Charles again. Stop. That is a dirty 20 to hit you. Um, I'm going to use um, my force empowered self again and use uh, deflection. And I'm going to add to my AC. Got it. Um, yeah. Uh, my AC is now 20. Got it. Uh, it was a... Uh, no, no, no. Oh, it was a dirty 20. To yeah, you. I know. That's why I said it bummed. sadly. Uh, <laughs> um, you take 15 kinetic damage. I'm down again. Yeah. <laughs> Charles goes down. <laughs> These two creatures are gaining up on you. I turn into a little pile of ashes with eyeballs. <laughs> Charles goes down, but how funny is that? Uh, Balthazar, that's you. Well, I'm going to do my exact same turn again. (laughs) Got it. Um, Fair. I I sink down into snail form, and I just gather up my my poor friend who I've seen die twice in front of me now, (laughs) and I just go, you were too interesting to die, friend. (laughs) Uh, you're gonna get six HP. Amazing! As I kind of start putting you back together, all, all my ashes like, I, like fill up my cigar. I lay you out in the form you were in in two D. Yeah, and then I'm back and I smoke my cigar that was filled with my own ashes. I have never seen a more inconsistent creature in my life. <laughs> I'm doing fine. This happens all the time. Oh, I'm sure. That's very concerning. Anyway, and I shoot another uh, bow. Weak so, one or strong one? Which one was slowed already? Um, or one of the, they haven't been slowed. Yet. Neither are slowed this. But turn. only one has been hit. Yeah, there's a or no, they were both were hit this round. There's the weak one and then the new one. Who was hit for less? Like, do I know how much damage has been done to them mechanically? Can I? I don't. Re- I don't remember. Okay. We hit the remember. first one pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. the first. I one. was just trying to remember because I know the threshold is like every five or ten damage. So I'm gonna go for the stronger one, the healthier, okay. hardier one, with the rhyme shots. That's going to be. That's gonna be a dirty twenty to hit. Nice. Hits, yeah. Five energy damage and yeah. one level of slowed. Got it. That's really good. Um, cool. Uh, anything else for your turn? That is all I can do. Nemo, that's you. Okay, I'm going to do another warding shot. So I kind of get my blaster rifle. I look the first Kirby dead in the eyes and uh, shoot it. Does a 10 hit? That does not. This is really sad. Um, I'm going to use my bonus action instead of giving a help action to give to our marsh so that's another plus one to them got it so they have a plus they're at a plus four, four. they have that's advantage okay to move 120 feet or more okay got it um first things first we are I'm going to stop it we are going to do the podlings um so one of the the new one has slowed but then the other one is just rolling uh mm-hmm. flat okay so we're gonna do the weak one first that just passes. That's a DC 10 to move their full 100. Sad. And then the uh, new one also passes, um, but they can only move 85. 85. Um, got it. So now um, someone please roll for the marsh. It is a plus four. Roll with advantage. You're trying to beat a DC 10. I will do it. Um, 23. 
Ooh, really good. Okay, so you are going, if someone wants to roll a d4, multiply that by 10, and you will add that to um, their movement. One. One. So 10. 10. Okay, are they so, still moving at 120 feet uh-huh, total? Uh-huh, so it's Got 130 it. 130? Total. Got it. You leave them both in the dust. Uh, Let's go. You guys start zooming ahead uh, out of here through this um, cold tundra. Um, yeah, you blaster fire as these big fucking things are chasing after you. Um, holy shit. Yeah, you guys are out of initiative and the marsh start moving across the ice. Um, you have a little bit of time um, before before you uh, uh, arrive at the uh, wrecked ship that you're hoping is functional enough to get you guys out of here. Um, uh, what are you guys doing in this time? Do we have enough time to short rest? You do have enough time to short rest. Yeah. Absolutely. Amazing. Cool. I'm a dude. I... Same. So you turned into Ash. Do you do that a lot? Uh, it, it varies. Have you been doing stuff like that since you were forged? For, forged? I don't know the meaning of the word. Forged in the forest? Because you're a mushroom? I sure am. Uh, well, I'm a pie-eyed. On account of my pie eyes. Ding! And I, like, wink. Can I make a lore check? Yeah, do it with do it with advantage. Mm. Balthazar, what were you what were you asking for? Do I recognize her at all? Because I oh, am Mavia? somewhat skeptical of the fact that she still hasn't said anything. About uh, I got a twenty three on that lore check. Cool, Balthazar, give me a lore check. Uh, DC is fifteen. Um, we'll resolve that in a second. Great. That is a fifteen. Got it. Okay. First things first. I'm the realist. Um, Balthazar, you realize as, um, this woman is speaking and the way that they're carrying themselves kind of sticks out to you, um, you are, uh, probably like comparable with Nemo, the most well-traveled of, um, the entire party, um, you, you know, know some of the movers and shakers of the star system. Um, you have been around some powerful people. Um, you recognize this as a member of the Royal Brigante family. This is Mavia Brigante, uh, princess, um, on the planet of Turashik. Um, and as for you, Mavia, um, with the term pie-eyed, uh, with a 23, you said? Yeah. Never heard of it. Not in all my books. No, never. I'm just wow. smiling all big. <laughs> and nothing I said makes sense. You're just any a happy sense. little creature. I'd make a lore check, but I need to save all my constitution for not pooping myself. Do I? <laughs> you sure do. Do I? Um, does Mavia clock Balthazar's acknowledgement? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Are there any other conversations or anything happening as we move across the ice? Thanks for the help back there, slug. You fight with honor and for everyone. And I hold out my hand for another handshake. Firmest handshake ever. It's firmer than the last one. <laughs> New record. New You're an absolute delight. You're going to break someone's hand. I mean, fail these things. I feel his Fail hand. my grabbers. I, I, I feel his grabbers. I have no bones. It's like squishy and like like goofy like silly putty like my I hands start, start to melt my arm and you see it just like co like form yeah. around my finger <laughs> that doesn't sh- that doesn't phase me <laughs> what a life what a day you guys start zooming across the ice um 
You guys kind of have to like. You guys kind of. Um, uh, thank you. <laughs> oh man, you guys uh, kind of have to like move like a little bit like while you're sitting on the sled because if you don't move your temperature shields start to kind of dissipate so you guys I'm doing like, squats yeah you guys are no like, that's a terrible thing to do <laughs> <laughs> i just stretch <laughs> this is our worst joke this is our new worst joke uh still zach stands all hey. new worst joke. Yeah. um uh but yeah, you guys kind of have to stay moving while on the sled just to make sure that your uh, shields don't give out and that sort of thing. You guys eventually approach this like small like um, you could tell that it would it, it used to be kind of like it, it is a mountain, but it's small. It's more like a really large hill and you can tell it is the t- tip of a mountain buried under miles and miles of ice. Mm. Um, as you approach, um, this is the coordinates of the shipwreck. You guys arrive and you see the wreckage in front of you. Um, uh, the ship is a Carthage brand ship. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a sword two class, um, ship, um, pretty new, um, kind of nice, um, uh, type of starship in front of you. Um, it, it, it's got like, um, very angular, lots of like various rudders and things sticking out, um, from it. Pretty, you know, sleek, big, uh, uh, hulking ship. You guys approach and, um, as you move toward it, uh, you see like a, a bunch of kind of glowing lights that are around it. Um, can I investigate the ship? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, because of my ace pilot uh, abilities, whenever I make an investigation check related to vehicles or ships, I am considered to have expertise. Okay. So I get a plus seven to this. That is a dirty 20. Nice. What do you want to know? I want to know about the lights and I want to know about the co- the lights that are going around and like the condition of the ship as it's crashed. Like, is it still flyable? What needs to be repaired? Um, okay. Stuff Does like it have that. A bathroom? Okay. Does it have a it's bathroom? Definitely, it's standard um, for it to have a bathroom. <laughs> um, it's so close, I can feel it. Lucky, lucky two, day. Give me two seconds. Condition of the ship. It has sustained substantial hull damage. Um, it's not running right now, so uh, <laughs> shut up, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> So no, am I like if Nemo. I don't hear you. Not just like Nemo. This considerable hole damage. I will if I don't get to a bathroom Oh my soon. god, I hate this. No, H-U-L-L, hole damage. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Sustained significant hole nice. damage. Um, it's not turned on, so you can't tell much about like um, uh, things like shields or that sort of thing. Um... It doesn't seem like there, the the it, there's no like ruptures in in the hole or anything like that. It seems shut up, <laughs> shut up. Um, it seems it seems like you should be able to fly this thing out of here. Got um, it. So there's hole damage, but no ruptures. Yes, yeah, got it. Um, I was clarifying the, the lights of that are like kind of around it are nothing to do with the ship. Um, as you approach, um, these lights are kind of like dancing and floating around the ship. Um, Balthazar, you recognize that this ship has crashed uh, straight into the smack dab center of a colony of glitters. 
which are like little ice fairies things um, from your knowledge of them. Uh, uh, you guys all approach... Um, I probably fill them in on what those are. Um, cool. Go, go ahead if you have any further yeah. information from your character or from um, your write-up that you would like to give. Yes, let me pull that up. Fair warning, everyone. The glitters seem to have taken residence here. The glitters are little dragonfly-like pixie shits. Uh, these <laughs> Don't say that word. <laughs> I'm going to find you a bathroom and we're going Please. to end this. You need to hold it together. I'm trying with every fiber of my being. These Don't creatures fiber. Are, ticky and venge- are tricky and vengeful. They'll blend in, they'll sneak up on us, and they'll generally try to fuck with us, as one might say. Huh. That's no good. Correct. Um... I'm going to say as you guys approach, I'm going to say you are aware that the glitters are aware of you, but they are not approaching you at all. Can I again, with that information, make a critical analysis to see what is going to be the best approach for us to have them leave us alone? Got it. Or at least maneuver through them. From what you understand about these creatures, they are unpredictable. And so a plan of action kind of depends on the mood that these glitters are in. Mm. Um, cool. As you move forward and what they want. Um, these are alien creatures that don't have the same senses or feelings as most humanoids do. Their sense of value is probably much different than you are aware of. Um, for lack of a better term, you're in fully alien territory where, you know, you kind of don't know what you're in for until you enter the situation, to be honest. Can I make like an insight check to see if they're like interacting with yes, anything in the go ship ahead. that's like yep. interesting them? Yep. Okay. Uh, I'll give a help action as a bonus action. Rock on. Can we, are we like in touching area of this? Like, are we in the ship yet? Uh, no, no, okay. you're not near the ship. Yeah. I got double 19s, baby. Nice. Um, so that's a 25. Wow. With my insight. Nice. Um, they are dancing around it and they seem <laughs> to be worshiping it. Oh, that's oh, bad. Shit, that's not good. That's really bad. Okay, I will obviously <laughs> share that with the group and just kind of say, okay, so they're worshiping the ship. Um, we should probably maybe try to give them something else that's more interesting. Do we think they would be interested in this pack of dogs? I'm just glad you didn't offer my shell again. <laughs> I mean, it's I worth say, a shot. I was trying to be a little bit, you know, logical about the mushing, but I'm glad that you had packs instead of the shell. I do like that you're still alive. <laughs> I mean, it's we, worth a shot. Theoretically, we don't need them anymore, right? We're here at the ship and we're supposed to bring this ship the ship back. The dog stares stupidly straight forward. <laughs> I feel like the dogs might just eat these little buggers. That, and that kind of would that work could for also us. Work. Oh, sorry. There's hundreds of glitters, by the way. Oh. Are you hungry, boys? Bark! <laughs> 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 the dancing one dances again. Tippy tappies. Yep. Turn their god on. I mean, yeah, they I'm might worried like that. that if we Don't try get to, carried away. I'm worried that if we try to touch their god, that they're going to get mad. You know? What we would offer first, I think. It sounds, I don't know. Do they, do they speak English? Like, well, I guess not you English. Like, we don't know if they'll. I'm gonna say Balthazar has never interacted mm-hmm. with okay. them in a in a language way. 
Would I have heard of these before? <sighs> Roll me a lore check with disadvantage. I'm going to um, say DC uh, 20. I was, okay, I was going to say, I have a thing called superior memory. I can double my proficiency bonus on lore checks to recall info I have learned or recall details of my experiences. I don't think you have learned. Okay, so I'm just rolling with disadvantage. Yeah. DC what? 20. Uh, 18. Mm, super close. No. Um. So we don't know if they speak. You don't know. I'm just gonna very slowly start approaching the ship. Okay. Um, first thing, give me a uh, charisma check. Just flat charisma. I am going to encourage her and give her a potent aptitude, which will give you another d4. 12. You step forward um, the kind of like ritualistic dancing and floating around the ship continues um and like one like larger glitter are you dancing is that what you're doing oh of course i am yes Um, sorry i didn't meant i forgot i forgot that this is a podcast (laughs) (laughs) i i am slowly moving towards the ship and mirroring their movements as to not upset them got it um uh, a little glitter like floats down in front of you and just says hello Sky. Sky. Gestures to the spaceship. Sky. Skyfall. Yeah. Skyfall. Mm -hmm. Not Adele. (laughs) James Bond. When Um, the sky falls. Thank you. you. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Skyfall. Belong. Hear us. Belong us. Skyfall. Dancing. Uh, Dancing next to you. Um. Are you doing anything? I'm just going to turn back to the party and say they watch the ship fall from the sky and they believe the ship belongs to them. Let me, uh, let me give it a shot. I can maybe talk to him. Um, I have a... No, no, you must dance. I'm dancing for sure. (laughs) I'm, are you kidding me? I'm like so wavy, bouncy. Um, and I like dance on up, uh, like next to Mavia and um i have a charmer feat um if i spend a minute talking to someone who can understand what i say um i can make a charisma check contested by their insight and if they fail they are charmed by me as long as they're within 60 feet of me that's crazy that rocks i would like to give them the bonus action help action yeah fuck yeah um start talking Hello, friends. How are we doing today? And I'm waving around. Sky. Sky. I love the sky. How about you? Sky. Yes. Yes. Mine, the sky. How long have you admired the sky? I love the sky. The sky. Always there, but now here. Oh, I just love when the sky falls down. (laughs) It's my favorite time of day. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever seen... Uh, a sky ascend? No. No. Sky ascend? Sky ascend! It's the newest thing on the market. The bee's knees! <laughs> it's the coolest thing you'll ever see! <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to say at this point, we're going to go ahead and do that check. Um, cool. Insight is intelligence, yeah? Or no, it's, it's uh, wisdom. Wisdom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, fucking... Cool. You get advantage on Great. that roll. I'm going to roll in front of the table right now. Oh, I'm, uh, 
in our little tower? They get a plus two to this. Sixteen. Okay. The DC. And I have a. Well, you gave me help action, which is advantage. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. I have a plus six. Listen, if I'm using full action economy, that's a bonus action to help and a action to temporary boost and give him a D4. Okay, cool. Great, you get a D4 as well. I need to remember that. I already beat it. um, Nice. But uh, for added measure, that's a 23. 20 fucking three. Yeah. And me. (laughs) Um, What are you trying to accomplish? Essentially, I I would, an unfortunate comparison, uh, it's, it, I feel like this is a Jedi mind trick kind of deal. I was going to ask you um, if you felt like this was any of your force casting power. I do. I do think, I think as I'm doing all of this, like this, like black and white pollen essentially is like emanating from my mushroom cap and like, it's very like opaque. So it's hard to see. Um, but it's kind of like glossing over them as I speak with them. Um, um as that's happening, their attention shifts from the starship mm-hmm. to you right all of these glitters start like not dancing around you the dancing ceases they start in fearful reverence kind of floating like away from you you guys are all watching this insane st- no other explanation for it at this point magic uh, uh, kind of breathing out of Charles, um, this insane, crazy cartoon thing. <laughs> wow! You're and, there, God. And all the glitters uh, look at you and go, "Star, star, star," and just whispers of it um, across all of these glitters. Um, if you take a step forward, they move out of the way. Um, uh, they revere you. And you can tell they are fearful of you. I take out my c- cigar and like twiddle it around. I'm like, I'm part of the Pantheon now. <laughs> <laughs> and I take a big huff of it. Um, well, it looks like I got a bunch of little friends now. Uh, am I able to walk to the ship? Yeah. If you're staying by Charles. Okay. Yep. I'll kind of just like leave them. What if you told them to do something? Would they listen to you? Hey, uh, fetch me some ice. Um, from from the ice planet. Roll, I mean, it was a very easy, easy command. Thing, easy roll, command. Roll, to see roll what me either persuasion or intimidation. Persuasion for sure. I believe that make the most sense. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Not one. Um, can I help? Action. They. No, I'm going to say no. Um, they do not. Uh, submit your request if you like if you talk to them or project attention to them in any way they like flee like they like essentially like move away from you um they are like fascinated by you but they are keeping like a distance essentially and that's why they're like not wanting they they don't want to piss you off by walking away and they don't want you to interact with them because they don't know what that means does that make sense yeah it's the vibe that you can i study this interaction to try and figure out why they're this way uh Go ahead and give me, I'm going to say animal handling. I'll give you a D4. With Can you my guess boost. that on yourself? I don't think. Uh, it's you, a you tech probably power. Can. You probably can. It's, it's one willing creature. So yeah. in I theory, also have that ability, so I was just curious. Uh, that's a 17. I think at this point, 
you all are recognizing long thought dead Cretian magic. You are probably recognizing some kind of reverence for Shimmer, who supplied the magic and power to the Cretian monks long ago. Like the nature of that kind of druidic faith being understood by these creatures of nature. Cool. And that's maybe the connection that you make when they start saying star as soon as they recognize what Charles is. I will think on that and walk towards the ship. Mm. If I can. You guys all moving towards the ship? I I, I feel like Nemo is. I was gonna say I run. stay at the <laughs> edge of the circle of his influence, of Charles' influence, so I can walk as fast as I can into that bathroom. Okay, got it. Okay, so before the pilot, so you guys shut the bay doors and everything. Um, before the pilot helps you escape this freezing planet, the pilot. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I can't believe My- our listeners. <laughs> Great, great, great. This over. is the worst moment in our podcast. History. My husband, Most everyone. Worst moment in the podcast history so far. No, no, don't try to beat it. Don't try to top it. Um, okay, you use the restroom before, before you take off. You are great. now relieved. What do you fucking do now? Um, I want to study the controls. Obviously, I think I would have some sort of. You know, you know how, I, to, I, how to. Great. I turn this thing on and assess where kind of everything is like where are our shields at where's kind of the general hull yeah. damage how are we on fuel how are we say, on all that stuff? i'm gonna say first thing before you even worry about all that stuff you're just like okay base level systems are working it is functional i'm gonna throw thrusters on and we are going yeah. to get off of this fucking yep. planet and you fucking rocket towards the fucking atmosphere uh and make your way out into orbit past Galoo. did we release the dogs did you can I say that we did? Can I say oh, that we yeah. told Get them, them to go like yeah. the free? Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. We give them little kisses and it sounds like it was a temp- <laughs> Thank you. It sounds like it was a temporary domestication. Yes, like once yeah. we're gone, they'll yeah. kind of do their own thing. They kind of respected cool. you to help you, and then as soon as you guys were like, "Bye," they were like, "Oh um, yeah, we'll do." do I want to check for the warp. Uh, the what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Warp drive. Uh, the activation cylinder um, for the warp drive. Okay, got it. Um. Give me two seconds. Yeah. I also was going to check the warp drive and any minor, like... I just want to see if we basically have the key to be able to... Yeah. You guys get off of Galoo. Great. You guys survive after, like, a day of travel. Balthazar, you are off of Galoo and in a fucking starship after months of surviving and farming on this frozen, dying planet. (sighs) Okay. Go ahead. Who was in this ship before? You find um, a body. Oh, shit. Um, actually, I also want to say, I think I get us off and we're just kind of hovering in space, kind of just waiting. I don't want to go anywhere yet. I want to like get us off the planet so that we're, we, you know, are, we're yeah, we in a, we're a safe distance away, but I don't want to like make any dishes. You're just we're going staying in orbit. Right. We are, are idling. In, you are in the vacuum of space, straight up idling. We have our hazards on. Yep. Yep. So we shall investigate. <laughs> Got it. Um, okay. I am going to roll uh, death saving throws until I have a result for the uh, spaceship thief on here. Um, if they pass, they're not going to live long. Um, they're basically going to be able to answer some questions for you guys. Got it. 
That is a 16. Oh, pass. 19. Pass. And then I want to use my at-will minor defibrillation. Um, I don't think you can help in this case. They've been dying on a frozen planet for hours without help. No, no, no. no. At least what I'm saying is if the target is a living creature that has zero hit points, it immediately gains one death saving throw success instead of taking damage. Um, I, don't I, still, don't, I okay. still don't think you can help in any way. That's that fine. last one was a three. So that's uh, two, one. two passes, one failure. That's an eight. So we're at the last roll. That's a four. RIP. This person dies. My tech power. Um, You find... um the uh activation key on great that's good to know yeah you have the activation key for this ship you have the activation key for your guys's starship um if you want to open up your guys's starship sheet um and take a look at some things i am actually going to hop in there right now and edit some stuff you guys push into orbit Nemo, the ship gets up there a little shakily after having spent a good few hours slowly freezing. Mm-hmm. But as your life support system stabilize, you idle in space just above Galoo's atmosphere, warming up yourself and the rest of the party. Um, uh, are, before we get into specifically what Balthazar and Nemo are looking at in terms of ship status, uh, Charles and Mavia, are you guys doing anything in particular? Are you just kind of staying with these two to kind of get a read on this starship as well? Like, is anyone doing anything different? Can I investigate the ship? Yeah. I'm just ahead. like curious to see what else is on here yeah. and why this rude ass guy was so cuckoo about the ship got it um i'm just gonna say without even needing to roll this is a new ship it's a new buy um uh pretty nice solid ship uh from what you understand why don't you uh mavia actually go ahead and give me a piloting check it's a nat one Nat one you don't know a lot about starships or or anything even with that nat one you just are seeing what you're walking around and seeing there's a suite with um uh four separate rooms for sleeping on this starship um uh they come equipped with that suite um a couple different um gunner uh uh, positions um there's specifically there's like one gunner position that can fire um there's a forward facing weapon and a backward facing weapon uh on this uh ship as well as uh some other special uh mechanical things and stuff um on the ship uh what else are you looking at you kind of pass by the warp drive engine that lets you uh hop into warp drive um um yeah uh, l- uh the living quarters is probably the thing that you relate to the most seeing like you know bedrooms and things like that on this ship um <clears throat> that you were used to as you're walking around balthazar you, or no sorry uh charles are you doing anything or are you just kind of staying with uh the pilot and balthazar as they kind of get a readout on this ship um i'm kind of checking out the uh the main gunning position perhaps got it um yeah you are i'm gonna say even in your travels you've done a little bit of like starship gunner work yeah. on your way uh, uh over to Ruton. um you just start familiarizing yourself with it there's a couple different things that this ship has um Firstly, they're like main two weapons. Uh, they have a primary quad laser cannon um, uh, to fire back behind you. There's a twin laser cannon on cool. the ship. Pretty nice. Um, in addition, the ship also has a super heavy ion cannon, um, which can uh, uh, fuck some people up pretty bad, as well as a tractor beam. Oh, um, shit. Tractor beam can be controlled from the gunner uh, position as well as from the piloting position as well. Okay, um, Balthazar and 
Nemo. As you guys are looking over the ship and getting a readout on all your stats and everything, this is what's going on. Um, your ship has 20 hull points left. Not and, great. And only two hull die remaining. Mm-hmm. Um, your shields are fine. You have all your shield die and, and your shield points are still up, which is good. Um, but your hull die is a problem and dangerously low. Um, should probably take care of that. Um, your ship also uh, seems like it was kind of taken off the lot, like pretty immediately once it was, you know, essentially stolen by this guy who's dead in here. Um, there are only three fuel units remaining. Um, with the kind of ship that you guys have, uh, you guys also burn one and a half fuel points per use. So your guys' uh, ship is kind of a gas guzzler. Um, just in general, mm-hmm. Nemo, um, this ship is kind of a tank. Um, it, it has a okay. lot of hull points. It has um, pretty good yeah. shields. Uh, uh, it's easier to hit, but it is it is a tanky mm-hmm. motherfucker. It's, it. it's damage reduction is pretty good. Yes, yeah, And it's, it's shield regeneration is really, really good. Um, so this, this thing is a tank that yeah, you're driving. Yeah, that is good. Um, but it, it guzzles a little bit more fuel points mm. uh, in that regard. Your ship has one system damage level, which is the starship equivalent of exhaustion. Mm. So currently, you have disadvantage on ability checks made by the ship. Um, in addition, a couple other things that you are looking at. Um, this ship has a class 15 warp drive. Um, that is the most affordable warp drive on the market. Um, it's not great. Uh, mm-hmm. Basically, what you do to uh, for warp drive class is you take the class number of the warp drive that you have and you multiply the base travel time by that. And that is how quickly you can travel in warp drive so like right now um you came from pluck two that's where you first picked mm-hmm. up mavia where she got taken pluck two is the moon of Turashik. she got mm-hmm. evacuated off of um pluck two base base travel time 24 hours away from where you're at right now right. um it is 15 times that Jeez. in this ship by warp drive so this ship has a shitty uh, uh like right. starter class um warp drive okay um those are all the things that you're noticing uh, as you're kind of getting a handle on this ship. There's a couple other things that you guys are aware of. This ship is so brand new, it is unregistered. Oh. Unregistered ships. Um, uh, I'm just going to give this information because Nemo is very well aware of this um, as a pilot. Uh, uh, and I'm going to remind you, Nemo, that your pilot license is still good and yep. valid. Yep. You have a valid pilot license. Still. Yeah, I do. Um, basically, unregistered ships have like no protections. Um there's not like anarchy or anything technically out in space, but also it's space. If you can get away with it, you can get away with it. However, um, let's say, uh, 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 with, with registration of a ship, you get your ship gets a transponder code. Gotcha. A transponder code is a very specific code that your ship gets that basically identifies who you are. Um, like information about your ship, the designation, the make and model ships owner, um, a red legally registered mods on your ship. That kind of thing is, uh, is able to be identified by that. Um, 
if you don't have registration, you don't have transponder codes. And if you don't have transponder codes, if you enter into certain airspaces that are controlled either by the Republic, by Reliance, um, by other factions, and you don't have a transponder code, you kind the Republic basically is like, look, if you aren't registered and you enter into someone's private space where they go, hey, you need transponder codes to even exist through here and you don't give them up, they kind of have the right to blast you out of the fucking sky um, without warning or anything. You have no protections, basically, mm. um, if you are unknown and unregistered. Um, so the ship currently has no protections against policies that require registration. Um, registration uh, needs to happen with RITA, which is the Republic Interplanetary Transit Authority. That is the branch of the Republic government um, that uh, handles tr ship transponder codes and ship registration. There are a couple different ways to go about this. Um, and it also kind of depends on where your guys' minds are at, not even just as a party, but also individuals within this group of hijacking this fucking ship. Like, this might not even be your prerogative. This isn't hijacking. This is finders keepers. Um, if you register the ship, there are two different ways to do it. You can register directly through the Republic. Doing so costs 1000 credits. It is expensive to register through the Republic or for 10 credits. You can register your ship through Reliance and you get Reliance backed transponder code for your ship. Um, I will for this specifically, I will ask um, Nemo to give me a piloting check with advantage for okay. information about the difference between these two can do uh, 19. Got it we, with a 19. Um, you fully understand Reliance, you know, the big corporate kind of overlords of the, of the system and everything. They want your information. So they make basically lose money buying transponder codes from the Republic government so that they hold on to that information and can access it. Funny enough, as much of a reach as Reliance has into the government and into information that they need, the technology that the Republic uses to store and, and codex um, and protect transponder codes is still good tech. It still can't be like hacked easily by Reliance. So if you pay that extra, you know, 990 credits, you're basically going to get like a VPN on your transponder code data so that um, if you obviously if you enter into someone's space and they ping you, they're going to get that public transponder mm -hmm. code data. Uh, but not but all the stuff that's underneath. Let's it. say Reliance is looking for you in Mavia's case. Obviously, Reliance is looking for you, um, but they don't know they can't that. and they find out that you're <laughs> on this specific ship. They can't look up your tra transponder codes mm. and they can't, couldn't even find your transponder codes and that sort of thing. Um, but it is a difference of a thousand credits or ten. Mm. Just so you guys know um, a couple other things before we close out here. Um, if we just want to start keeping a laundry list of things you're going to need to keep in tra uh, track of. The ship needs to be refitted. That is the equivalent of a long rest. Refitting will restore your hull points and it will restore your hull die. Um, restoring all of your hull die, it is 200 credits per hull die that you restore. 
that is a total of 800 credits that you're looking at to refit this ship. Refueling, that is another problem that we will get to in a moment. Refueling this ship uh, at the current moment with only three fuel units left um, is going to cost you, it is 100 credits per fuel unit for your medium-sized ship. Mm. That is 2,700 credits. It's going to cost you to refuel this ship. Um, If you plan on being on this ship for a while and you want to fill up your food portions, filling it up full will be 1,200 credits. Um, A a crew member uses a fuel unit uh, per day. Or sorry, not a fuel unit, a a food portion per day. In addition, (laughs) this ship, if you want it to no longer have a um, class 15 warp drive, if you want to get it up to the standard class one warp drive, that's 15,000 credits right there. And then the nearest upgrade to basically level up your ship and get it to tier two, is going to cost you 77,500 credits. That's not including things like a docking fee, which you aren't sure exactly how much that is, depending on where you go. Um, among other possible fees that might incur upon your travel. Are there, would I know if there are fees for being unregistered other than the general, like they could shoot you out of the sky if you're not registered, but there are other, are there places where being unregistered would cost you more? Um, a couple things I'll comment on that. Cool. So let's say, you're, let's say you're unregistered. Also registering can happen in the ship right here. You can, uh, well, you can cool. do that from the ship. Um, uh, let's say you don't have transponder codes. Let's say another thing that you can do, um, if you have the capability of doing it, is forging transponder Mm. codes, um, which are based on checks and shitty transponder codes can be seen through very easily. Um, But if you roll high, it's essentially a stealth check to pretend your ship is some other ship. Um, um, However, getting caught doing that sort of thing, bad. Um, let's say you pull into a shipyard, um, that's maybe privately owned. Um, you know, maybe the owner for a little extra cheddar could be persuaded not to say anything. Um, if you have, don't have certain qualifications, it depends on how much fucking credits you're willing to talk with. Hmm. Um, and then the last thing that I won't mention with, uh, refueling, um, you only have three fuel units. It takes uh, one and a half fuel units to warp drive to anywhere. You can basically, uh, with only three fuel units remaining, the only place that you can get back to at this point on your fuel is Ruton. That's what I was afraid of. Yeah. So what I figured. Are there any questions about the current status of your ship um, and before we close out this episode, are there any discussions about a plan of what to do, how to handle registration, and things of that nature? I need to ask you all a question. Yes, princess. Oh? Do you support the Reliance? No. I will flay the skin from our oppressors. I'm just trying to make a quick buck. I'm questionable about you, Chuck, but I'll go with it. (laughs) I 
will pay for us to register the ship properly and for us to get our fuel units and to clear the holes as much as I can. This ship is ours. This is for us to use. We can put it in whoever's name, whoever wants to keep it, but we're not going back to that guy. And we are not. I mean, the problem is the only place to get fuel would be on Rutan. Can we get fuel here? Is that what you're in the you middle? You're say? in the middle of we're space. We're in space. Mm. The only place that you can reach. The I thought you were saying like, no, we, just like, we can register no, can here. Register it, well, yeah. From your comms, you can register it, but I'm happy to support all of that and to pay for that. But if we can get back to Rutan and fuel, but I think we should register the ship under our name properly to the Republic. Hmm. Be expensive, but it could be worth it. Um, Chuck, do you know of any other places on Rutan that we could fuel up without having to go to that city? Who is this man you all are running from? I don't know. He stopped me from going to the bathroom, so I already hate him. Would I know uh, Kaj at all? And also, would I? That was his name, right? Yes, Kaj. And 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 would I know of any other like more discreet? fueling port of any kind oh, on Rutan. Um, for Kaj specifically, give me a uh, lore check. Okay. That's a 13. Decently ranked member in the crypt. Okay. Um, he's kind of the local guy. You've yeah. never met him before today. Right. Yeah. Um, or earlier or earlier today, maybe like partway through yesterday at this point. Um uh he's he is the big dog the biggest dog you've heard of in town right i'm second guessing my original thought because now i'm worried about baz boz 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 yes another thing i was going to bring up mavia is that you have to worry about your specific situation and that you had a network of people who were helping yeah. you who are now in trouble themselves yeah and you i don't have any information as to what clearly was a conspiracy to help you about any of that now yeah i think even with that the thought of boz stops me but the inclination to just stick with this group of people who i've never met before and get in the ship and run and register it is outweighing that thought um seeing people who I thought were so powerful a sister that I thought could never be taken from me taken so quickly. I think that there is a shrivel of a shrivel of hope, but it's, it's dying fast. And I'm, I'm worried about just mm-hmm. surviving. Yep. The second point of Charles, um, while your ship is in the territory of Galoo, um, and Rutan, uh, there are certain planetary channels of information and data that you can access. These broadcasts are like intended to give like general info about a planet, a moon, space station for travelers, tourists, etc. Mm-hmm. Wealthier planets, it's more like commercials and, you know, lots of information and people advertising on it. Rutan is essentially a moon for refugees. Um, and criminals. So their information broadcast is kind of bare bones. Um, uh, uh, It's a lot of private businesses broadcasting their own ads and information onto the channel. Um, And I'm going to say you guys pick up a couple options. Um, And 
Yeah, I, basically, I'm just going to give you an insight check with advantage, uh, Charles, to see if you know um, between these three options. Before we have you roll that insight check, um, I'm going to give you the names of these three places. Um, there is Rivets Repairs, Engines Rest, and Screwies. Those are the three shipyards um, in the city of Angerboda that you are uh, familiar with. Right. Um, or out, I'm going to say these are all outside the city of Angerboda too. Okay. Cl- close enough you could get over there, but not like, uh, not like you're not flying straight into the lion's den, essentially. Um, go ahead and give me an insight check with advantage. That's a lot better for me. Uh, 22. Nice. 22. Okay. Rivets repairs. Um, information about this place reveals that uh, this place um, um, oh, with a 22, Rivets repairs is owned by the crypt. Okay. <laughs> Probably not the best place to go. Engines rest. Uh, they have a literal ad you can read. Here at Engines Rest, we provide professional, experienced starship care for customers seeking personal, private work in accordance with regal law and local ordinances. Interesting. All right. Um, I can expand on that, but let me go to Screwies first. Yeah. Screwies also has a kind of a commercial ad. Shipmods made experience here at Screwies, where everyone's credits are welcome, and we never say no to the right request. It's fucking Scooter from Borderlands. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. Um, Get your ride! <laughs> with a 22, there are two key differences between Engine's Rest and Screwies. Um, yeah, I got a 22 so good. I'm just going to tell you outright. With what you know about these various different store owners, maybe you don't know them personally, but having worked in, you know, just mm. higher work and criminal work before, yeah. you know your way around. Cool. Engines rest. Um, if they know that you guys are like hiding from the crypt, they're not going to turn you in. Um, it, you're going to probably want to pay them a little extra on top. Yeah. Um, they won't turn you in unless the crypt comes looking. But the amount you pay them on top extra to stay quiet isn't going to be like too bad of an expectation. Mm-hmm. I don't think your 22 is high enough to get a ballpark number for that. But the uh, credits on top of the service that you're looking for won't be that bad. Screwies, screwy won't fucking snitch if you pay him like good credits. And just get stitches. That's that's the difference. One is a lot more security and no talking. Um, but it costs you a lot more. Mm. Well, we have a couple options. Uh, engines rest is is a bit nicer, but uh, screws might uh, he won't tell anybody. But uh, it's gonna cost us. <sighs> I mean, it sounds like I mean we kind of also have options of do we go down there, just try and be as quiet as possible, fill it up, fix our ship, get the fuck out of there, or are we trying to, you know, get Bazango? Are we trying to take down what's his face? Like, what is the, what is the move? I mean, having friends could be good, um, but saving our hides could be too. I think Screwies sounds kind of chaotic, and like the best choice. Um, I don't. 
know how well you know Boz, Charles, but I don't feel good leaving her. I don't know her well, but she risked a lot to help me and those guys don't seem very forgiving and this is a pretty big ship. She's pretty trusting in me, so uh, I'm down to help her out. She's also your payday too and you haven't gotten paid yet. So if you're trying to make a quick buck, we need boss. I mean, it seems like getting a ship is only gonna cost us money. So, yeah. Yeah, but opportunity to make a lot more. That is very true. Having your own ship is a very good way to make money. And if we don't get a ship, are we just gonna be stuck on Rutan yeah. with the crypt? I guess I'm not going home anytime soon. It would take me some time to repair these things anyway. What are we doing with ship registration? Are we handling that before we go down to what sounds like screwies? I mean, we're going to have to do it regardless. I'm trying to figure out if registering it now would anger Boz if he catches us. Kosh, I, I think Kosh. he'll probably be pissed regardless. Yeah, you're right. Here's the thing. Just insight on the situation in general. I'm also done to fuck him up regardless. Um, uh, I mean, fuck this guy. It's unregistered ship. Yeah. Like yeah. you said it earlier, weirdly, legally, it is fucking finders keepers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> clearly the guy who stole this ship knew that because yeah. he was just trying to get the fuck out of here and he's just an idiot, stupid pilot who got himself marooned on a dying planet. Uh, yeah. I may be an idiot pilot, but I'm not a stupid pilot. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should register it now. Right. I'll pay the credits. All right. We're going through the Republic. Cool. It's worth it for the security. Right. Um, you That's open up your comm system mm -hmm. and you contact uh, yep. the nearest uh, Republic channel. Uh, uh, I'm going to say on your, um, on like your hollow screen or whatever that you have, um, this projection of a person kind of like uh, appears in front of you and this very professional like government worker just says, Hi there. Uh, you're trying to register your new ship. Uh, yes. Oh, fantastic. Um, if you just have the fee, it is a thousand credits to register. Right. Handed it over yep. to you. Yep, I Got put it. it in. Uh, you insert uh, your uh, coffer into like a little, um, basically like a you know mm -hmm. swipe system. Um, That's not even tap. Uh, it pays, <laughs> pays, sure, it's tap. Yeah. Uh, uh, pays a thousand credits um, from uh, Mavia. You hand her back her mm -hmm. coffer. Um, uh, okay, great, fantastic. Um, cool. Uh, here's your transponder code. Uh, you get you get officially the ship is registered with a transponder code, and they just go. Okay, I just need uh, some information. Who is the owner of the ship? Yes. I'm fine with you. Yeah. Email, yeah. All right. Uh, that would be myself. Got it. Uh, full name. Uh, full name is Pneumonia Nimrod. It is N E M O N I A space. <laughs> um let me make sure they don't need any other information great um okay um you have uh this ship is registered i'm already seeing um proper mods and everything pulling up great uh you have your transponder codes is there anything else i can do for you today i think that's it thank you so much you have a wonderful rest of your day you as well uh, All right. Comm system closes down. You guys have a registered ship now. Proper protected transponder codes by the government. I own a ship. You own a ship, Nemo? 
Should we name it Big Bertha? <laughs> I don't see why not. I will, I will say there is a spot to put it a name, yep. but you can do that after the fact. The ship nope. does not have a name yet. Officially. It's, it's Big Bertha. It's Big Bertha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm here for it. Do you guys want to take Bertha, uh, Big Bertha. down to Ruton? Are, you, are we going to Screwies? Is that what's happening? I think we're going to Screwies, yeah. To Screwies! Screw it, we're going to Screwies. Uh, you start uh, charting a course for Ruton, making your way back uh, outside the city limits of Angerboda. Hoping you might be able to squeak by, but with some goals to help out those who are helping you. And that is where we will end this session. Oh, oh boy. Wow. Very wow, cool. Wow. Wow. Getting into Starship stuff. We're going to talk to Screwy. <laughs> I'm oh, so excited. Exciting stuff. I would love to meet Tanner, you better have the best voice. Oh, yeah. uh, thanks, everybody, so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you're enjoying this show, please subscribe to, or uh, sorry, uh, rate us on your favorite uh, listening platform. Share us with your friends. Join the Discord to join in with conversations with fans and other friends of the show. And join our Patreon, where you can get sweet, sweet, delicious, scrum diddly umptious bonus content no, 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 no. Uh, every single week. And uh, we really appreciate you for being here. Uh, tomorrow on our Patreon, we will be dropping the bathroom break where we discuss the past two episodes of the beginning of campaign three. Oh, yeah. Does anybody want to shout anything out on our way out of here? Shout out to Alaskan bullworms. And Kirby. <laughs> Poyo. <Yes. laughs> Bye, everybody. healthy colon amount of recap right yeah, there everyone get a colonoscopy don't wait too long you guys <laughs> let a doctor into your butt <laughs> shout out doctors man man is that all it takes i just gotta <laughs> i just gotta book an appointment yes quite literally you just have to book an appointment <sighs> and have money man, or I've insurance been, i've just been asking I, yeah people. and have insurance yeah 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 oh uh.